Edition, we're baby. at the we're at the Shy Smooth residence right now. Yep. This may be what the future of this and the cast looks like. I filming so. it up in here. I hope we got so. cleaned. We got cleaned it up. Shiloh. Hey 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 hey! I got little siblings. I right? they come in here and uh, cause havoc. I, I get it. I get it. But we gotta we gotta clean it up a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's just a it little brooming. It's just a little brooming vacuum. Don't yeah. hurt. It, it, it ain't bad. Get maybe get a little bit of our setup, but we doing good. <laughs> we doing good. No mat. Where's, where's Matt at? Oh, yeah. Matt is a, he a little incognito today. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Aren't, we'll you, see aren't you guys supposed to be at the same place? <laughs> nope. Shadow <laughs> you know, does not know yeah, what we're talking about. You know, I'm, I'm going to be there fashionably on time. All right, perfect. Fashionably. All right, man. So we haven't done one of these in a minute. Uh, sports. Uh, yeah, man. We we need to touch on that. We're going back to our roots within the cast, you know, make, making sure that we do touch up on sports. We are big sports guys. Yeah. Um, we're we're, we're going to give you the nice average Joe version, you know what I'm saying? But we do we, we do know our stuff, you know. So we do. Let's go ahead and transition to, uh, to basketball, my friend. The Lakers? Oof. The heartache themselves. I you know I just watched the game last night against the Sixers and it was disappointing watching it, and then I look away for like probably five minutes having conversations with my coworkers and I look and I'm like what the f-? like what the hell they tied it, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like and sure enough they let it go in overtime but mm-hmm. that team's got fight like I I think Darvin Ham's got them playing some good ball I think it's just about kind of getting more and more consistent and comfortable with it mm-hmm. they look a lot better and I think it's because they're more healthier too. I think they got guys back, and I think now that he uh, Ham has his guys back, he can bet, run better rotations, run better substitutions uh, within the lineup. So mm-hmm. looking a lot better, AD. I think the last podcast we talked about Lakers, that shitted on AD. So I owe him a, I owe him an apology. I I don't man. He, I don't, he's I don't, putting up MVP numbers. I don't put. I don't give nobody an apology until the end of the season. Just because, not fair enough. Just because you do good for a month. That that's just like that one lazy ass worker at work that don't do shit forever, but then he gets in trouble or whatever. Yeah, they get and then all of a sudden, up, oh yeah, yeah promotion. Now all of a sudden he wants to be fucking sergeant do it all. Yeah. Shit. Like, <laughs> fuck you, dog. I've been fucking carrying your ass. Yeah. But, but yeah, but, but I mean, you know, with Anthony Davis, you know, he's shown us that prime AD mm-hmm. the back in the. He bubble. still has it. Yeah, of course, and yeah. he's still young. He's like what twenty nine still. I think like, so, yeah. like so, he's in his prime. It's just your inconsistency, and like Stephen A. has always said, and I actually love this motto: availability. Uh, uh, the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And, and it's like when you're finally here, you finally see that. This is what LeBron has been begging you to be, which is that dog to pass, you know, to, to actually to actually grab the torch. I feel like Anthony Davis's kind of persona is like that laid back kind of like this is like this is still LeBron. Like I got to have like LeBron be him and I'll be the secondary. But it's like it's it's, it's like how Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh finally told LeBron James, like, this is your fucking team. Like, you need to grab this shit by the horn. I think that was more uh, Dwayne Wade than it was Chris Bosh. Yeah. I think Chris Bosh knew his role coming into that team. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's yeah. actually true. So I, I'll definitely agree there. But just on that same persona, I feel like Anthony Davis is understanding that. Um, it's just a scare because, like I said, that health, man. It's mm-hmm. like 
every other game there's a fall there's something he may the illness it's like bro but you know we're we're laker fans live and die we were there during the robert sacre days so we're gonna keep pushing so let me ask you what's worse Mm -hmm. okay because this is a concert i had is it worse like sucking knowing that you're gonna suck like you don't have the players like those laker teams like from like 2014 to like 2017 like we just knew they weren't gonna be good because they didn't have any true star power, like any no star, nothing yeah. but nothing but kids and bums, and then Kobe, just their <laughs> time trying to do his best. Kids bum and Kobe, yeah. and so is that like is it worse because you kind of have no expectations and like we have Anthony Davis, we have LeBron, we have AD, like having all that star power and still being ass, like which which is worse? I would have to say having the star power, having star power and being yeah. ass, yeah, okay. because with star power comes expectations, and then also. Within our scope, we've seen the star p- power win a chip, but then people are trying to nullify it, saying it's the bubble. The bubble so, ring? Yeah, the bubble ring. So now we're over here like, A, like, we got, and we've been hearing this since day one that Anthony's David, people have said that Anthony Davis and LeBron James are two of the top five players within the NBA. So once you have that storyline, you have that persona, why the fuck are we you know what i'm saying like last season i understand everybody's hurt but we lost like what we're negative yeah. 15 20 games this year having that big slump you're like what the fuck okay injuries but but at some point you know you gotta overcome that yeah. because because we, we've seen other teams overcome their star injuries as well and then let's get to the point of the black sheep of the of this team uh mr westbrook looking revitalized coming off the bench yes he's a six revitalized man. yeah he's a six man that's a, that's that's his role. I'm grateful that Darvin Ham got him to see that. That look, bro, we can still give you your minutes. Like, yeah. if you want to be the mid, but you need to come in during the second team because the turnovers and everything else, you know, it's still going to happen, but you can push pace. Push mm-hmm. pace. Don't have to slow down for LeBron. You handle that second unit. You can boom, 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 boom. And he and, and he's thriving in there. Yeah. But at the same time, we know with Russell Westbrook, we can only go so far. Mm-hmm. We can only go so far, yeah. which I will fit. We need to trade him. We still need Which to is I'm fine with. We're, we're not 20 games in yet, are we? Hmm? We're not 20 games in yet. What, we're, like, what, I think, like, 18 now? I think we're not. We're close to 20. We're, yeah. We're I close think we're, to 20. I, I think we're just about almost 220. And that's when Rob said that. That's what they're going to look at at the, the team and evaluate and, and do those things. So, yeah, I, I think he's done a good job of re-improving his stock as a player. So Yep, it's him, the whole team as a whole, kind of... Re- Coming together, I, I think we're what, but we won eight of the last 12 I think we're games. like three or four games under 500 compared to where we were like six or seven. So we've done a good job. Yeah, we're, we're progressing. I have hope. So just to, just to tail in off of this, do you think we're going to make the play-in or playoffs? Uh, it just depends. Uh, I think we can. I think anytime it goes back to this AD healthy and does he keep playing the way he does, then yeah, 100%, we can make the play-in. But it's just him and LeBron, man. Like they're in and out of the lineup. Um, Our shooters. And then are we are we winning the way well, the shooters? You know what the shooting's gotten better. I like Reeves. Reeves is nice. That boy Cole. Yeah, that boy Cole. Especially you get some, you get some baddies sitting up in the front row, man. Ooh, it's always the yeah, baddies. Yeah, it's the baddies. Baddies at the gym. Baddies yeah. at the grocery store. There's something about baddies that. Yeah, get, yeah. Hey, Shalom at the gym earlier, hitting hey. those split squats, and hey, all of a sudden, hey, you, hey, were hey, new, hey. you were a new man. What, so, uh, what happened? <laughs> I did an extra three to four reps, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you, know, you, you know what happens. You know, yeah, you just, Reeves, Struder's you just, looking good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Struder. 
Schroeder. Oh, I thought you said Shooter. Oh, yeah, yeah Schroeder. Schroeder. No, Schroeder. I totally forgot Dennis the Menace was Yeah, Dennis the Menace, Schroeder. Uh, um, Lonnie Walker is solid. Lonnie Walker, I've been very surprised. I like Lonnie Walker. Because, because his mid-range and three was trash coming from Sac- uh, from San Antonio. And he came yeah. with us and, like I said, decent. Mid-range is better. Three is still not there, but better. He's very athletic, so he, yeah. he gives us that youth. So. Yeah. And, in the end, Lakers ride or die. We see in progress. Who knows? I can actually buy a ticket to go see a damn game now because I was going to just. You know, it's hard to say because we don't know what the roster looks like. If they make a nice big trade and they come together, it could be a dangerous team. Yeah, and it's dangerous for my, for my pocket because I'm, I'm, I will watch a game. Yeah, we'll go to I'm going to have a plug. I'll talk to you about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have a plug for like memes. Sensation. I'm going to talk to you about that. All right, well, well, that's enough for Laker basketball talk. Let's talk about uh, football. Football. Woo, woo. Our, our two LA teams, man. What's that? What's? Oh, baby. <laughs> you're, you're coming up a high. Kind of, Shake and bake, baby. <laughs> Shake and bake. Shake and bake. The man himself. That's my, not my dog. Mr. Man. Baker Mayfield. Mr. Baker Mayfield. QB1, five, not even four days on the team. QB1. Again, sued him. Raiders. Shiloh's second team. Devontae Adams is why. Yeah. That Shiloh. man. So. I'm not even going to talk about it then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get more into that later. <laughs> that will be later in the Shame. podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll touch on mine since, of course, mine's the, the, the dog shit one out of the both of us. Defending Super Bowl champs? Yeah. Defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Those guys. Um. To be real. As a Rams fan, like diehard and everything else, it hurts. But when you look at our situation and its totality coming in with no O-line, then we lose three starting linemen. Cooper Cup, it's hurt. Stafford, Akers, we don't know what the fuck happened to him. Like, our Kieran Williams, he'd even come off of IR until, like, damn near first, like, four to five games after the season. So, injuries, lack of talent, was going to hurt this team. And then there was no Matthew Stafford in the offseason. There wasn't connections with any of the wide receivers besides Cup. And that you're just not going to win. So with that being said, man, it, it, it hurts being boo-boo. But last, you know, against the Raiders, we showed we got that fight still. We are diminished. No Aaron Donald. No, like, this and that. And we still got it done. So for me as a fan, it's like, let's keep it going. Yeah, we're gonna take some fucking L's. You know, we're gonna finish under five hundred. This, this is that spark because everybody talks about spark to win a chip. And yeah, we knew the Rams gonna have a hangover, but to a lot of the new guys like B Wags, you know, and, and like a lot of these greats that came in here with expectations. When you get not only like destroyed, but when you get embarrassed like this with so much expectation, next year. When we reload, when we go into free agency, because we're going to have some money, we get off a few contracts, we're going to excel. What contracts do you guys get out of? Uh, I believe some – some. it's it's actually crazy enough. I don't see it happening, but some people were talking about the Ramsey effect. Like, hey, like, he's still a dog. He's still great, but he's getting burned. And Jalen? Yeah, and after some – and like I said, it's not everybody. I don't I, I, I don't agree for it. You keep AD. You keep Jalen. You still keep our core. We're just having a bad year. But some people want him to get traded. Some people want Allen Robinson to get traded because they're like, Allen Robinson clearly just did, didn't fit our scheme at all. Um, and I, I want to touch about that a little bit. Uh, 
I was talking to one of my clients earlier. She's a Rams season ticket holder, and uh, we were just talking a little I gotta, bit. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta talk to her. Yeah, she, yeah, she always has tickets. So um, I was talking she with her, and honestly, like I looked at like from the beginning, you guys weren't a bad team. Like there was there, there's holes, there's holes in every single team, but you guys weren't a bad team. I'm gonna be honest, and this is why I go back to what I was saying about Baker in the group message about picking him up. I think Matthew Stafford is a lot more hurt than anyone really knows or the, the Rams are letting on. Man missed most of training camp and preseason, didn't get a lot of snaps. And then when he did play, didn't look like the same guy, didn't look like he could make the same throws. And now from my understanding, it's being reported as a neck injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what players have we done that have had neck injuries? Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Now, Peyton Manning's an anomaly. He came back and played decently for Barely. another two years. Yeah. But let's look at his injury history compared to Stafford. Stafford's injury history is fucking just, yeah. is, is, did dismantled. That man's a battered he, human being. Yeah, and so I'm thinking that maybe just because he wasn't at his full health, he wasn't at his full potential, the whole thing kind of just fell apart because your guys' defense played well. It was always just uh, not like a not great, but they played well. It's just you guys couldn't score. Oh yeah, we, you guys beginning we of the season, you guys score, score. And then our corners get burnt like a motherfucker. Yeah. Our our defense is not like our defense. It's not great, but it's also not like just getting dunked man, on it. You guys just can't score. Man, I'm gonna let you know this right now. You already know my defense coordinator. Yeah, right? Mr. Morris. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fire Raheem Morris from all Rams fans in the forum. The world. In the forum, right? I, Rams fans in Mexico, Germany, in the streets of Uganda, yeah. everywhere. We all want this motherfucker fired. Yeah. This fool plays no man. He plays soft ass zone, giving free releases, easy man. Don't man, don't get me started. Bro. Yeah. But yeah, he needs to he needs to go, man. And like I said, I'm gonna wrap up my Rams in its totality. Love him to death. We're gonna take some L's. They still got a lot of dog in them fight. I know I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I believe he's had two stints. Great talent. No, he's choked. He's done all of it. Brett Favre 2.0? But that's the thing. Brett Favre didn't. He stayed on one team. He was good yeah. enough to be a starter on yeah. one team consistently. He had good teams, though. Like, those those Packers teams were really Yeah, really but, but, but at the same time. And now when they weren't, Cle- you saw him. Cleveland Baker Mayfield had Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Like, he, he, he was not divulged of talent. OBJ, yeah. Ju- he just couldn't get to them. So yeah. with me, if Baker these last five games or whatever can show that he can do it with less talent, because this he don't have he doesn't have a DJ Moore. He doesn't have you know certain guys. He doesn't have a McCaffrey in the backfield, even though he barely had him. Um, so with that, if he can do more, get a win or two. But more than that, this offense can put up twenty one or more points a game. Then, then we would then we so, go ahead and so going back on my take. If Stafford is done, let's say if Stafford retires in the offseason, and Baker Mayfield will be our starting quarterback in twenty twenty three. We're okay. gonna be under five hundred, okay. and we're gonna go get Caleb Williams. Oof, I like Caleb Williams. <laughs> Caleb I'm Williams. so upset with USC. I'm not gonna get you. I'm so upset. Caleb Williams but I love will Caleb be Williams. will be a will be a LA Ram in twenty twenty four because we will start Baker Mayfield go six and eleven. And fucking right. be in prime position. So what about you, man? Let's go ahead and talk about your Chargers, man. I went on my rant. Man, Chargers. But what can we say? We're six and six, so we're not bad. We're not good. And it's just ah, good old. It's just ah, it's there's so many things like the injuries. It's just it's like one play after another. 
Mm-hmm. It's like one player after another. Like, we lost Rashawn Slater, Keenan, Joey Bosa the first couple weeks of the season, and then Herbert gets hurt. And it's just like, now we have Corey Lindsley. We have Trey Pitt. Like, our offensive line is just a revolving door. Our skill players are a revolving door. So it's just like the offense is just in distress. But uh, I, I go to the coaching. I think we're still a talented enough team. Like, we still have good enough players so we can win games. And what really, really bothers me about this team, and it's honestly, it's been the history of the Chargers. It's like you can't play boring, predictable football mm-hmm. quarters two through three, and then all of a sudden when you're down a touchdown or you're down a field goal or you, or you need a score, like, okay, well, let's open up the playbook. Let's open up the playbook now and start doing stuff. And being able to, to get down an offense on, on score. Mm-hmm. And it's like we do that in the fourth quarter. It's frustrating. And then all of a sudden then we tie up the game. And then we revert back to freaking predictable, boring play calling. And I just look at Joe Lombardi. And I, 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 and I blame Staley too because I don't know. Staley was brought in to, to improve our defense. He was brought in because he was a defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. He had that assumption with you guys with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And it just the past two years, like I get the injuries, but it's like, what are you doing with the scheme? Like you're a predictable defense that is getting scored on by the likes of freaking mediocre, me- mediocre. Like your rush defense, like we're giving up almost 100 yards to, to average backs. Why? True. To average backs. So it's just like I just don't know. It's a combination of so many things, and I just feel bad for Herbert. I think Herbert's being extremely limited. I think he's trying to make the most of the situation. And he's not going to be a guy that's going to rock the boat and change the plays or question the the, the coaches. That's not what his personality is. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like he's just going with what they're giving him. And they're not giving him a whole lot to work with. And it's just like, it's frustrating as a fan watching it. Because like I watch and I know what they're predicting. It, and it's like... Uh, it was the night game against the 49ers that we played, and uh, Fred Warner, he did a post-game interview, and he was like, yeah, we didn't have to change the defense too much in the second half. He's like, we stayed, like, we stayed basic and simple, because basically what they were giving us was that's all we needed to do. And it's like, if a players are saying that, and like the, we, we know the fans are just like, that's, well, that's why we're not, we're the most predictable offense in the NFL. So, do, do you believe you guys... Let's just say you guys finish under 500. So n- not even just not We won't finish playoff. 500. That, that's a stupid part. <laughs> it's my grandma, by the way. Yes, grandma. I got you, grandma. I got you, grandma. All right. So, sorry, everyone. Really interrupted. But, uh, Shout out to taking care of his grandma. Shout out to taking care of his grandma. Yeah, that's my little grandma. We got mad love for her out here. I'll get her on the podcast one day. I got you. Okay. So, we just got to talk to her sometimes. All right. So, for me personally, if you guys finish negative or under 500, who has to go? Staley or the offensive coordinator? The whole team. The whole team? I think the whole coaching staff. Yeah? (laughs) 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 
<laughs> to ask me, to ask me that's my question or not. <laughs> I can't. It, just, it had to start now. It had to start. <laughs> You're over here trying to tell me what, who needs to get fired. <laughs> oh my God. You were man. like, who needs to get fired? Jesus, everybody does. My grandma wants everybody to be fired too. Oh, oh God! Is she talking to you? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> my grandmother's from Thailand. She doesn't understand the concept of a closed door. Is she talking to you though? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Shy's world. <laughs> You're like I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just not in my head. Yes, I know, Grandma. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Grandma, I'm busy. Stop. Yeah. I'm busy. I'll talk to you later. I talk to you later. Grandma, go back to your room. I'm doing something. Okay, I need silence. Okay. <laughs> She's complaining about my mom. I'll have to. Y'all wanted my grandma on the cast. <laughs> I don't think we can moderate that. Huh? I don't think I can moderate it. <laughs> Hell no, you can't. I cannot caption that for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to have to put an audible hooky. Continuing on. So All right, so back to your question. This is Go authentic. Back. This yeah. is real, people. Go back to your question. All right, back back to my question. Before the beautiful interruption. So, to end it all, Chargers. Um, I think I, I, I think you probably answered it, but I'll ask it again. Um, if you guys finish under five hundred, or even still, well, yeah, oh yeah, because we we can't finish um, time. Even, yeah. yeah, even because I just say from a negative no, if aspect, we miss play- if we miss playoffs, playoffs, I think if we miss playoffs, it's just one. Telesco has to go. I think that's the starting point, and if I, if I wouldn't keep Staley either. I mean, look at look at all the talent. Like, look how much the money they spent. Sean, Sean Payton time. I would love for Sean Payton. I think the only the only obstacle is going to be Sean Payton is um, they would have to trade this for the Saints to get him because he's still under well, Saints. Yeah, he's yeah, still under contract. So that would be the only hard part. I would love for Sean Payton to come and the Chargers. Traditionally, I don't think they're going to want to give up a whole lot to get him. So it's just it's interesting. But knowing that if Telesco stays and Staley will get another year, and then. It'll just be more of the same. And it's, <laughs> it looks so sad. <laughs> it's because I, I, I saw it last year too, and I think I remember I told you last year I was like I don't know if he's a guy like he's just very like oh like we're gonna be build relationships we're gonna be like this tough and competitive football team like he's very personable, mm. but it's like there's no execution. We haven't seen any real execution, and it's like he started out what like four and one. Mm-hmm. And then what? We finished nine and six. Yep. Right now we're six and six. Mediocre. 
And it's like you want your team to be competitive. You want you want to be able to adjust. Like this is how the comparison I'll make: the Chargers play checkers, and everyone else is playing chess. Mm. Like that's the coaching. How the coaching is like: oh, we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing. Like we'll make one move here, one move here, and then the defenses pick up on it. Like no, let's just start fucking sitting pressure. Let's start making Herbert step up in the pocket so that we can get him because he's not gonna he's not he's not gonna be able to move. Mm-hmm. Instead of making him go out, they just put make uh, make him step in, and then he's right there for taking. Chandler Jones has three sacks, and the man didn't have freaking a sack for almost the whole season. Had one sack the whole season. Has yep. three sacks against us because we don't know how to freaking change. We don't know how to make adjustments. That's bad coaching. Pain. So yeah, I look at it as like we're gonna make things interesting. We're the Chargers. We always do. We'll finish nine and whatever nine and eight or seven and or eight and nine or whatever it is, and it will be interesting to see. I just, I feel bad for Herbert. Herbert's so good, and just to see him being limited by lazy coaching is unfortunate. Very very unfortunate. Oh, L.A. We we're yeah. paying, baby. L.A. football. The L.A. Bowl is about to be the freaking. <laughs> The bowl yeah. of immediate, the bowl of Baker Mayfield versus Justin Herbert. Mediocrity. Who would have thought? Yeah. The battle of mediocrity. <laughs> well, speaking of, well, it, it's not considered the battle of mediocrity. We're going to transition to another type of football, but it's our fantasy football oh, league. Oh, yeah. People that don't know, uh, myself and my boy John here, we play in a 10-man um Ten man league, but it's not just any league. It's it's consistence of pretty much all best friends. It's pretty much all the boys plus Miss Lady, the Queen herself, Miss Melissa. Um, but we've been doing this for what six years now? Since high school. Since high school. Yeah. Since literally, grad, like literally. We're coming up on ten years on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, we are up, so. <laughs> shit. Yeah, almost like yeah, we're eight, eight years in. A yeah. lot of evolution. A lot of money. We keep growing the pot. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just in regards to that, how's how's your season looking? And and how, how do you honestly feel about your position? Because right now, you and I are tied for second place. Yeah, we have a big... We, we're playing each other this week. Rival week. Oh, rival week, baby! Play, playing, playing for the right to buy in the second seed. Ah, the right to buy. So, my season... Tired. That's the word I have for it. Well, I think I started out like what six and one, seven and one, something like that. Six and one. And now I'm what eight and six or eight and four or what am I? You're you're eight, eight and four. I think eight and four. Yeah. So I just I can't get a lineup, man. I cannot get a lineup. Jamar Chase was my number one pick. Decides that he has an injury out for four to five weeks. Decides he has a yeah. full caught a hip injury. Yeah. Decides that he's gonna. But it was weird though, like because like it wasn't even in the game. It was just like in the middle of a week. Like it was just a random like middle of the week. Like oh yeah, Jamar Chase might be out for the season. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then it was like, oh no, he's only gonna be out for a couple weeks. And then I was like, all right. And then I so I dehopped. Dehop was up for the first six games. Um, I had that bum Michael Thomas. Man, <laughs> man showed up for week one. Michael, who? He showed up to beat me. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? He showed up for week one against you and then just disappeared. <laughs> and sat on my bench for freaking six weeks. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna play football again this season. <laughs> that was that was so, bro. My top five picks. I'm just if I didn't if I don't take Kelsey, I'm just watching. Well, yeah, oh, so yeah. Kelsey's my second round pick. Chase my first. My third round pick was uh, 
I don't even want to say his name. Who? Who, yeah, who? Senor who? Senor fucking Cam Makers. <laughs> Not even on my team anymore. Yeah, Man like, decided to do something violently. <laughs> not on my team. Two tutties. Yeah, not on my team though. And then uh, Michael Thomas four, Herbert five. Uh, shit, I don't even know why I took six, but yeah, I've just been up and down. I mean, this is all I will say about my season. No one can say I am a bad fantasy football player mm. because I've had to. I've I probably had to adjust more than anybody. Cause mm-hmm. no one's well, no one's been doing able to give me trades. No one's been able to freaking. I've I haven't lucked out. Like all my stuff has been like I've had to pick right guys to fill in the need and spot, and I've been able to do it decently. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do it decently. So mm-hmm. I've, I haven't had a hard. Well, I've had a hard one for a couple of weeks, but then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Ken Walker. Yeah, you got your dog. Miss, miss, beginning of the season didn't start, and then what's his name? Rashad Petty dies. Ken Walker becomes everyone back. Hurt. Pulls his, pulls his James hand. Robinson. Oh my God. Who? Yeah, man. Looked that, like he was. Yeah, he was, he, he, he was prime from that Achilles looking yeah. like fucking AP out there. Gets traded to the Jets and just disappears. <laughs> just, I have Michael Carter's and now I'm sucking that freaking paradox. Yeah, and then I have Knight. <laughs> so me and you're about to watch that game, just like yeah. Knight versus Carter. Yeah, and then then uh, I lost my freaking tight. Uh, not my other tight end, Joe Everett. I got to drop him because I freaking. I don't even know. It was just I was just tired, man. Just and it's just like every week, like it's like I'm thinking, okay, I'm finally gonna have my lineup, and then something else happens, and it's just like, what can I do? And then you have Clint over here, like, dropping two hundred on people. Yeah, because he has a God Squad. He yeah, has, so yeah, he, he has literally. Let's like I said, I'm just, I'm gonna make playoffs, so I'm happy about that. But just like, man, like. So hmm. then, uh, I'm gonna touch on this. Who's been your Who's been on your team? The fantasy, your fantasy football MVP for your on season? my team. On your Kelsey, 100. percent Kelsey, 100. percent That's right. If I don't have Travis Kelsey, bro, I'm garbage. Yeah, I'm garbage. I'm, right, I'm right there with Skyler and wins. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pull yeah. Adrian down. Yeah. Come here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's like. And that's the greatest thing about fantasy football that, you know, people out there, it's, yes, you are, you, are, you are, you know, premising, you know, your whole season or whatever on guys' performances, but there's just certain guys that you just know that are dogs that are, that are going to rack up these points and you're going to need them because human performances are, are always going to falter. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy can play great six games, seven games, he's going to have the one or two mm-hmm. slouch. Prime example for me and, and my team, and then I'll go ahead and transition, um, is Devontae Adams. Uh, I'm going to piggyback. Devontae Adams right now, I can say, has been my my MVP for sure. Just looking at my lineup. Mixon, Mixon is a dog for me. He's he's my runner-up because he had that 55-point game. Nice, yeah. He had that 55-point game, but he's been in and out of the lineup. Devontae's really been your MVP? Huh? Devontae's been your MVP? Yeah, unfortunately. It's just a fact of because Mark Andrews has been in and out. Don't even get me started about Gabe Davis. <laughs> Gabe Davis. Jamal Williams has been a nice consistent for me. But Jamal Williams, you know, there's just certain players. He's mine to where every time I benched him, he drops 20 dubs. Yeah. <clears throat> and every single time I, pl- I play funny. him. Oh, let me pull this up real quick. I want to see. I want to look at something. I want to look at something. Go ahead. So, so like, so, so with that, that's the frustrating part. 
But with my team this year, like I said, I'm happy. I'm happy because okay, it's not that bad. I had I had certain things. I go to the group message and look at that picture that Clint said in my draft. Of your draft, yeah, there's like four guys that like that were I drafted on my team or that were on my team that are just balling out and they're on other people's teams. The, the fantasy footballs. Uh, do you go look at the pictures? This one, I Baker Mayfield. Going. Is that mine? This one, yeah. Oh yeah, that's mine. So look, look at this shit. So yeah, I don't know why. Garrett Wilson, James Cook. Well, I mean, yeah. James Cook recently just Ooh. got emerged, so we're not, not worried about that. To Joshua Palmer, you should have kept. This is Zay Jones, of course. You got. He, I got him yeah, back. You got him back. He, Garrett Wilson, of course, should have kept, but this is what it is. You can't really judge everything off that. But the whole Michael Carter thing, holy smoky dokey. That's something, all right. And then, oh, yeah, he didn't have mine. But anyways, um, so, yeah, fantasy football, great. I'm happy. I'm in the position to battle with you for that second seed because how the situations happen. If I lose, I got to face Mr. Reed Montano. In the face of Montano ball, you know. It's, here's the thing: is Mel's a favorite. We're betting people. We're we're betting people. Mel's is a favorite. Don't don't sit here and try to gas up Reed. And Reed Reed will never beat Mel. So so, so to, to to all the viewers in our ten man league, there's a particular wife and husband. There's combo. so many storylines. Yeah, I love so it. many storylines within our group. But one in particular is that this is the last week of our fantasy football season. There is one spot left. And three people are fighting for it. And, well, actually, more specifically, two people are fighting for it because the third person is going to get Smacks. destroyed <laughs> yeah. by the number one guy. So, yeah, he, he can go ahead and book his ticket for the Sacco Bowl. But in particular, this wife and husband combo, Reed Montano, um, the, the husband has lost to his wife. What is it now? Three straight times? Uh, so she's been in it for two years. Two years. So this would be the sixth. Sixth? This would be the sixth time. Sixth matchup, So everybody. he's 0-5 against her. She is 5-0 and against her husband in fantasy football. She she don't play. She's, she's that woman, and she's on a slump, but this is the thing. So if she beats her husband, he gets sent down to the Sackle Bowl, which means he's going to have to fight for his life because we have decided... <laughs> that our Sackle Bowl punishment, which is the worst player in our fantasy football league, will have to go to dinner with the blow-up doll of the opposite sex. No, with the same sex. Oh, with the same... I, oh. I want to give... Remember the one I said the one like Adrian? Oh, you're trying him. to do sex. Yeah. <laughs> I want the Adrian-looking oh, one. Oh, you're trying to be you remember the one? Remember the one I said in the group with, message? With the sash? Yeah, that's oh. the one. <laughs> That's the one. So yes, everybody, the stakes are high, storylines are up. Oh, there's gonna be lots of videos too. Oh yeah, documentation, videos. I'm gonna bring the undercover little. I'm gonna bring my hat. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, fantasy football is gonna be great, everybody. Um, it's amazing. It's fun. This is what we live for. Mm -hmm. Jackpot is looking nice. Um, we will, you know, and then I'm even going to put it out there to everybody that's watching. You know, if you're into fantasy football. I'm going to be mad. Or you never got like your that. belt, but if Clint wins, he's going to get big gold. He's going to get the title about big gold. I cannot have him having both championships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I cannot have that. Yeah, that's going to hurt me. Yeah, it'll, it'll hurt you. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. You know who I am, like Kevin Durant said. Well, you, can't, you, can't, you can't even host a fucking mid-season barbecue. 
Well, if half the people don't agree to it and then one person does, of course I'm not going to host a damn mid-season barbecue. Nobody agreed. The fuck? Uh, so yeah, fantasy football is going to be fun. We'll definitely keep you updated in the coming weeks about that. Oh, God. That's the fun part. Now, I have a topic just happened out there in the world. Let's touch on it real quick. I don't have too much. You know, I'm, I'm a very straightforward with this yeah. one. So I think you heard in the news, everybody did, that we had a trade. A trade. Not in football. A blockbuster. Not in soccer. Yeah. Not in basketball. Not even in hockey. Not baseball. Not even in cricket. We had an international human trade. Prisoner swap. A P-swap. A P-swap. And if and if we had if you had to like do the dynamics, this was like trading LeBron James for a Turkish bum <laughs> for a for a G League water boy. Louis Cola. <laughs> I put some respect on Louis Cola. I put some yeah. respect on yeah. it. So yes, we had Brittany Griner getting uh getting traded back to America for a goat arms dealer. A very dangerous. What they movie. call him, like the black merchant of death. Yeah, the merchant of death. Yeah. This isn't no name that you know he he got on the football field. Like I said, this isn't a sports guy. He's not even an actor. This is real life no. man no. out here distributed to kill people. Hundreds of people died because of this man. I think even thousands from 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 from, from literal reports that I've read, whether it's. Uh, from independent because you know I'm, a, I'm an independent. Well, you're never gonna know how many people were killed. There's not like a freaking. <laughs> the it's not like, I'm like hey, he killed this many people. These people are his guns. It's like no, like you're never gonna really know. But the dude was was in prison for a reason. Okay, twenty five. This man was this man was booked for twenty five plus. Yeah, it was twenty five plus. So, kind of judging on that, what's your take on it? You know, uh, I'll go with. Am I, am I happy that she gets to come back home? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm more disappointed in our leadership for negotiating such a bad deal. Like basically, they just said, "Okay, we're, we're tired of people talking about it. We're just going to throw in the tell and give, give, give the rest what they want, so that we get we get what they want." Like you said, it was not a fair-sided deal. I think the big thing they're talking about is there's a marine that's been imprisoned in russia for like almost three or four years now Mm -hmm. and they didn't even check him back it was like come on now like if you're gonna give up someone with that reputation to that degree like Mm -hmm. it's very unfortunate that's what we that that's what we we had to do and i'm not gonna be one to be like oh like it's bad that but like at the same time like you gave a person that willingly broke the law Mm-hmm. And so knew knew where she was going and really broke the law, and got in trouble. Facts. For somebody that is probably gonna go right back to what he's doing, in the midst of a war between <laughs> Russia and Ukraine. They just got their big dog. Exactly. Back. That's gonna be able to probably help them in that in that case. So it's just it's very uh. What's the word? It's very very uh arrogant to go and prompt balance like oh like this was a win like we got her home um like i said great i'm happy the family got back together i'm never gonna sit here and say oh it's bad that they got back together 
regardless of what her views are, regardless of what circumstances she has, mm-hmm. um, you don't want to see someone in those circumstances suffering. And if you can get them out, get them out. But it's just sad that as a country, like we're like celebrating this as like a big, big victory um, because not. And like, it's, I'll say this, like it makes us look very, very weak because it's a joke right now. Like people making memes of it, mm-hmm. but they're making like a thing about like Mexico, like, hey, like Mexico is going to watch someone fuck up and go capture him, make him a prisoner so that Al Chapo can get out. Mm-hmm. So it's like once countries they can get away with something like they're going to they're going to act on it. So who's to say that we have millions of Americans that travel all around the, in the world year round? Who is to say and say that a, a public figure or a, or a celebrity mm-hmm. is in one of these countries and they just get apprehended. They get they you know how easy it is to get being planted with stuff, mm-hmm. and then they take them hostage, hold them hostage, and say, "Hey, you're not getting them back unless you give us this person or give us that person." Yep. So it just sets a, a very bad precedence of that we have weak leadership and our negotiations aren't strong. So that's kind of my take on it. It's good that Brittany Griner's back here in the states. She's back with her family. It's just unfortunate that our negotiation or leadership can do a better job and gain a better and fairer deal than what they did. There you go. I respect yeah. that, brother. I respect that. With me, you already know me. I'm I'm straight to the point. Um, I don't believe Brittany Griner should have came back. I believe yeah. that. Um, and, and, of course, the people that are listening, I'm not. You know, I, I don't say that because I have anything against Brittany Griner. It's nothing personal. It's nothing, anything like that. Because I look at the bigger spectrum of things. Because people have, uh, understand there have been plenty of U.S. citizens that have been arrested in many foreign countries for drugs, weed, everything else like that. And the consensus is, is that if you have money or status, you will get back. So we have hundreds of U.S. citizens out detained in foreign countries right now over weed. They're not coming back home, people. They're not. This lady who's a star. See, because when you're a celebrity... You're held to a higher standard. You knew. She already said going into the country, she's already done it once before. So you have a person that's negligent, that doesn't care about, you know, I'm saying, I'm going to go over here, I'm going to do this and that. So your negligence not only costed you however many days in jail, which you deserved, but on top of that, now you just did a world a great disservice because there is a trade in which involved an arms dealer that will continuously go back to what he's doing, which is uh, distribute to kill lives. So in essence, your life was saved, so many others will die. It's the bigger picture concept that I very much dislike. And as a U.S. emotional society, that's all we're doing. We just want Britney home. We have Britney home at what cost? And then I want to touch up on the Marine, too, because like I said, you know, I was reading a few things. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the whole story about it. But uh, but from what I read and understood by about five articles I read that he was honorably discharged um, while he was in the Marines for uh, for doing uh, I believe it was uh, for 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 fraud I believe it was for for checks. So like discharged. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was honorably discharged, went into private security realm, and then I believe in 2018 uh, he uh, he went to Russia for a wedding. He got handed a flash uh, a flash drive by an acquaintance, which he said was holiday photos. It was in fact top secret information. Russian uh, Russian officials caught him, and that is why he was. But for espionage, and that's why he's in there in the Russian thing. Now, of course, he's calling BS. Some people are calling BS. 
It don't matter, bro. You you was all you was already a fluky. Once you get to disar dishonorably discharged, and if it's not like oh he went a little bit overboard during a situation, if it's something like that, bro, where you when you're doing a white collar espionage, I don't trust you. Yeah, you can sit there and rot because you should have rotted in American jail. But that's how karma goes. It's not gonna get you now. It's gonna get you later. Yeah. So so if what I read is true from that aspect. He can stay there, but still, I don't know it fully, so I'm not going to sit here and totally demean the guy. He may have a lot of good. Either way, to your point, I'm going to 100% agree with you. Not a good enough trade. If we're going to do that, we need somebody, or the Russians need, we, we need to get some up for them. We need we need some deals going on, like, okay, we'll send you this and this, but but these certain things for you guys, you guys need to cut back on or whatever. Mm -hmm. Are they going to do it? No. But that's the fair deal we need. This yeah. is the real world. U.S. keeps getting butt fucked, and makes and excuse my tone or whatever or my language, everybody. But um, you know, as a citizen, when you see these trades happen, you don't feel safe. Like like like, like, like with me, I don't feel safe in these situations when when we do these trades, because unless there's some secrecy under the under the door, we're the ones that are going to pay. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, to anybody that's patriotic. No matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, living under a rock, how would you feel if your family members got to go to war out there and an arms dealer just gave whoever the whoever we're fighting gave them that new new and just blasted your family member? That that's all I gotta say because that's how I think about it. You mm -hmm. feel me? So no, you're looking at the bigger picture. Like I said, I agree. That's why I'm saying like it's it's a political thing, and it's just unfortunate that our leadership settled for this. Mm -hmm. The fact that they settled, they could have got a better deal. We've seen Trump do it. Yeah, Trump got it. Should the previous the, presidents yeah. have done it? Yeah, North Korea. Yep. Got it. Iranians. Yep. Did it. So it's just it's just unfortunate that they felt that it was better to appease the the social standard and the media. Like, oh, let's get Brittany Griner back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people, you, you know, and then what I didn't like was that, you know, some people in the LGBTQ and like, so I'm not bashing nobody. This is just straight yeah. facts. They were pushing this as if like, oh, well, Americans don't like the LGBTQ. Like they're not pushing harder for grind or mm -hmm. anything else. It's like, get that crap out of here, man. Nobody like, no, no, I'm not caring that if you're a lesbian, was, gay, if you're trans or whatever. Know, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago too. Like the same thing happened with uh, LiAngelo Ball. Him and his UCLA teammates, they went and sold some shit in China. Oh, yeah. And got crime. And it's like, and you're, if you know damn well you're not supposed to do that in China. Mm -hmm. And you did it knowingly. Like, yeah, that's, you, you have to figure that shit out. That's what you need to figure out. Luckily, the uh, president interfered and was able to negotiate the, to get them out so that they're not stuck over there. But it didn't cost us anything. It didn't come at, at that cost of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things to where... We're not going to be very taken very seriously, and the more and more the United States, uh, America as a whole, loses its reputation having a backbone, the more and more we get taken advantage of. The more and more it's people we're going to get taken advantage of. Yeah, well, we're people are going to yeah. people already snatch Americans like mm -hmm. motherfucking uh, Christmas presents already when we go overseas, and that's and, and that, that's unreported, bro. Yeah, people go to Mexico, not realizing. Yeah, 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 you go to Mexico, you go to Latin America, you go to some of these countries, bro. First and foremost, the organ, the organ stuff is, is real. There's, you're an American, don't know they're gonna, they're gonna want no, you. It's two things. It's like use the organ, um, the the uh, trafficking. Mm -hmm. So using the body to tra of trafficking, and then uh, the sex uh, ring, the sex markets. Heck yeah, man! Because that's 
that's all people are going to want to do. And people don't see that now because we think of social climate, social acceptance. You know, this is going to make us feel good. Having all that. Fuck feeling good. Do you want to live tomorrow? Do you want your kids to live in a better world tomorrow? That's how I feel. So about the Britney thing, I think you and I can both agree on no matter how we dislike that. We are happy she's home. Mm -hmm. She's an American. We're happy. You know you get that second breath of life or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you understand but now you understand also a lot of things and we pray it. So I don't like to speak evil, but we speak real on this podcast and things tend to happen. More lives get lost, especially coming out of Russia. Ooh. You know. Yeah. So now that being said, and that was such a beautiful, I, I, I love that little topic right there. <laughs> oh, I love that one. But now we're just going to transition over to, um, so this was a little thing. This is our last little kind of segment. It kind of ties into to what we were talking about. Yes, too. it yeah. is yeah. actually. So I was thinking about that too when we were talking. I was like, so this is, is actually a question about travel. I'm I got that travel bug in me. Cannot wait to save the life of me to get out of the U.S. and just experience the world. As we just after just talking about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's this. Ding, ding, ding. It works. So um, I got a question for you. Uh, what is one country? you've never been but you've always wanted to go to uh, so i have two uh um, like obviously uh i'm a really really big fan of australia and its culture really yeah i'm a really really big fan of australia i was supposed to go i was planning on australia after i graduated but then covid happened and the restrictions were really tight and it was just crazy um and then i was going to reschedule to go but it just doesn't make sense right now to go in the next like year or so, just with how I'm everything I have going on. Like I want to build more, so focus on my grind and go. Because if I go to Australia, it's not going to be for like a week or two. Like I want to go live over there for like a couple months. God damn! Yeah, I want to go live over there for a couple months. You want to live in the outback? Yeah. So uh, Australia is the upper one there, but honestly, one place I really, really want to go to right now is Greece. Ooh. Yeah, I really want to go to Greece. I really, really want to go to Greece. Oh, that's. That's a good one, bro. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's a good one. Yeah, Greece. Like I'm really into just like the Greek mythology, uh, the people and the uh, the land itself are just beautiful. So I would say like oh, I I wanted Australia, but I think if like destination wise, it would be Greece. It would be yeah. Greece. Yeah, it would be Greece. Damn, brother, I like that, yeah. man. I like that. Um. So I'm going to piggyback off you. I'm going to do two as well. One is uh, going to be like more like for family purposes as well as myself. That's going to be Thailand. That's one of my – I have it's everything. Cheap it takes everything in my power. I will go by 30 because 30 – we're going to touch on that later. That's going to be our, our Euro trip is 30 years old. We've already planned that. That's already going to be a foregone conclusion for our squad is that Euro trip at 30. Um, but Thailand – like I said, for a multitude of reasons, my mother was born there. So I get to see a lot of family, see my roots. I want to grow, get some, you know, just learn more about my bloodline. That's yeah. kind of the biggest thing because you can read textbooks. You can know the holidays. You can hear the language and all that. But unless you immerse yourself there, the culture. then you understand. Yeah. To just your point about living there for Australia for, for a few months, for five to six months. When you live there five, six months, you, you know. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Thailand's there, and God, my number one go-to country in my heart of hearts 
I would, because Greece, Greece was up there too. I'm gonna say there's just something about Latin America that gets me. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Something this. about Latin America, and more specifically, it's gonna be Brazil. Brazil. I want to go to Rio, Rio de Janeiro. I want to. I want to go experience soccer out there. <laughs> is that all you want to experience is soccer? <laughs> we'll touch on that. All right. But yes, I will say Brazil is my yeah. number one, and then Thailand as my That's number nice. two. Good sir. That's nice. And with that, <laughs> is it, let's get let's get into this. Is there a country, people out there too? Is there a country that you have that is your least most an unwanted destination. Your number one no no. Uh, my number one no no. Number one no no. And you can even do multiple as well if they're in different continents. Like when I say this, because I'm trying to think. Just say it with your chest. We, you know what I'm saying. No, I'm trying. I'm because I'm trying. I'm trying to think about this. Like I think it's more so like a no no because of just all the stuff going on right now is probably but there's certain like okay i'll say mexico i think there, but there, i think there's certain parts i think there's certain parts of mexico that are safe right now but i think Ooh. there's just so much stuff going on in mexico right now that i think you're playing roulette like is there a chance that you can go there and have a good time absolutely but i think with just everything going on with the cartels right now it's really, really, really bad. Like a couple months ago, there's a curfew, like at 10 p.m. That if you were out on the street past 10 p.m., you were fair game. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like there was no one that was gonna come out. Like you were fair game in like this little war that, that the cartels were having. Um, the the smuggling, the uh, racketing, everything that's always been the issue. I mean, even people that are like at the vacation spots. Uh, I think a couple months ago. In Cabo, like, they had people on jet skis come shoot up the beach. And it's just like, you're on vacation, and you're over here having to worry about getting shot down on the beach. Yeah, big dog. Yeah, so I think Mexico's great, like, to go have fun and and stuff like that. But I would say being an American uh, right now and just knowing the the stats and state of it, um, there's so much uncertainty there. Mm -hmm. The the government is kind of in, like, a, a weird place right now uh i would say mexico i would definitely i would say anything like in that latin like that south america latin america like brazil's fine brazil's a little bit more like i don't want to say secure but they don't have much stuff going on over there but like honduras uh like all those islands like right there like that lower part of the peninsula mm-hmm. i would say like try to stay away from all that right now just because of everything going on yeah i well i i even know for myself even like brazil has 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 some shit going on there yeah. right now because Brazil actually just like us here, they have a big race problem. Yeah, like like they're like they're dark skinned. There's the lions and then there's like the uh, is it the French. Oh no! The well, por- are the Portuguese? Yeah. In a way, yeah. I just I just know that it's it's their natives. So like so like the ones that you know what I'm saying been there whatever, they're getting discriminated on. They're getting killed. They're getting shot. In the, so it's kind of like like a mexico vibe a lot like like some of these latin countries to where it's literally like your police versus you know versus the people and you know so that's what you know but still want to go 
Yeah. Um, I get it. Yeah. So, so for me, though, least favorite, I'm going to have to do these communist countries, man. I'm going to do like China, Russia. Nah. I want to go. I would say this, like, like I wouldn't want to go to Russia right now. Like, I would throw Russia in the same thing with Mexico. Like, it would just not be a good time to go. It, it is the same worst Same thing time. China. Like, I'm not, but, okay, I'm going to take it back. Because I know I'm going to go to China once in my life. But I'm going to be very I, picky. I just heard that, like, going to Hong Kong or going to Shanghai, like, it, it can be really, really fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah if you're in those yeah, type of spots, yeah. it can be really, really fun. Yeah, I, I bet it can. Yeah. Until fucking, I don't know. I just don't. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think it's that... I heard a lot of people want to travel North Korea. That that ain't me. I'm not that guy. North Korea? Yeah, North. North. I'm good. North side. I'm good. Not South side. I'm good at that. <laughs> no, I'm not going there. I'm see another one is like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about the Middle East. So for example, like No, nah, I'm going to the least. <laughs> I'm going to the Middle East. I was being pissed smart about my country, yeah, but I'm no, going to the Middle East. For example, like Turkey. Turkey is nice, but they've been having a lot of some shit, too. But it's beautiful mm-hmm. there. We got to be questionable out there. No, my brother went to Turkey. He liked it. Yeah, see, yeah. see, see. How about, uh, I mean. <sighs> I'm not going to fucking Saudi Arabia. But... Hey, I'm going to Saudi Arabia. They turning up right yeah. now. They turning up for the prince. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> that one. Because those things were responsible for 9-11. So, yeah, it's it's forever. Saudi Arabia is just like you do one like I'm gonna be fucking around, say some such shit, and my shit's going fucking. Uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna go right before the prince yeah. with the fucking sword to your neck. Yeah, so Saudi Arabia is off the mark. Jordan, I'm definitely with Jordan. How about uh? Oh god, yeah, we can't go to Palestine. I don't, I don't even think that they even have no shit out there. No, they won't. They won't They're like out me. there fighting for their lives. They're not like going me. out there either. They won't like me. I, I don't, they, even, they know they I, I don't like even know me. if I go to. I don't, don't even like, know if I go to Israel. They're going bro. through a lot right now. I don't so even know if I go to Israel. Honestly, there we go. Yeah. That's the one. You go to Israel, dog. That's. I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but like I said, I'm. But I I come from the mindset of, I'm not cultured in the world yet, so yeah. I don't know. We're we're always because because how I view things is we're seeing things from the Western view of countries when people mm-hmm. say and people say this all the time when you when you travel to africa the continent of africa go to different countries when you go to latin america even europe even you see the u.s from the world's perspective and then you get to see like they are brainwashing here they are mm-hmm. channeling us to think that these certain continents like africa are poor and broke and mm-hmm. fucking uncivilized when it's the total opposite mm-hmm. and we that's why we got to travel that's why i believe you know my message to everybody here is the fact of get out of your comfort zone get out of the ie you know like let's go see the world beyond get out of the IE. please get out of the get IE. you will the see IE. <laughs> a whole lot better better uh, women better fucking opportunities you'll and this is my one point on traveling that, that I'll make, which is traveling, I believe, will push people to be who they are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, I've seen this at the hospital. I've seen nurses go travel, come back, get renewed, and love people more because you go elsewhere and you see the lack of healthcare. You go to other places and you see healthcare that's better than ours, and you're like, what the fuck? And you also get to see that there is life outside of this area that you can live and go to. 
mm-hmm. if you just push. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, that's mm-hmm. why I feel. No, I feel it. All right, let's. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, one more question. Now I'm actually looking forward to this question because it piggybacks off. I've thought. I've thought. I've thought about this. I don't think I'm going to answer. In this beautiful world we live in, John, there's a lot of beautiful women. In it. I agree. But John, which country do you believe outside of the U.S. will have the most beautiful? So we're talking. All right, it's hard, man. Be beautiful, beautiful women everywhere, my friend. So here's my thing: is like I have I have, I have preferences right now. Oh, oh, I have preferences right now. So I'm gonna say like European. I really have a thing for like Irish and like Scottish chicks right now. Ooh. The vibe, like the vibe, the vibe for like here, yeah. The vibe? For, it's like yeah. You're on that Outlander vibe right now, whatever that show's called. Uh, no, I just have a fucking like. It's just like I like like the accent, like that, like the uh, the attitude. Like it's just, yeah, uh, it does it for me. Uh, you got your little warrior. I, it does it for me. Yeah, it does it for me. Uh, okay. I will say like Spanish, like Spain, Portuguese women, French women, like, like oof, good. So. so Gotta boil it down, though. So you, you yeah, mean, but you, the, but you, then you I'm gonna make argument. Yeah, but then I'm gonna make argument like Middle Eastern girls, like Jordan, Egyptian, Jordanian. Yeah, like Jordanian. Yeah, love it. It's it's tough. I love it. The they're just, oh, it's, man, a, it's the a beautiful a- world. My beautiful Asian countries too. Yeah, Thai. Philippines. See, I'm weird though. Like, I go through phases like that. So like, there will like, there'll probably be a time where like we may like answer the question again. And I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, like I'm in the fucking like Japanese or like mm-hmm. yeah, like it just it, it depends. Like I had an Australian thing. Like, I saw like an Australian thing, but like lately it's been like the Scottish, like Irish. Like I really really fuck with that. So with me, I'm tied to two continents, my friend. I'm just tied to it. So Latin love- America, South America. My my South America is one, and two is my continent of Africa. You see, and, Africa has some baddies. In, in shy smooth's world, there's something about a nice melanated complexion that will always get my heart. And back in the back in the homeland, <laughs> there's so many beautiful, strong. Did you just say melanated oh, complexion? Melan, melanated and feeling great. I had never <laughs> thought we would have that on this podcast. I'm melanated. <laughs> melanated, feeling graded, baby. I don't know. I'm, I'm making up anything. I love my black women, boy. Oh, and my black African. So, yes, I am. And like I say, with me, because we said country, I'm going to do the whole damn continent. But if I have to be specific, God, I can't because you're so... So like if I say like Nigerian or like Cameroon or like anything, I've heard you know, you, uh, Uganda. So, so beautiful. I've heard Uganda has some really beautiful. So women. you know, yeah. So so like I said, you know, I'll stick to my roots and say like my Nigerian women, Uganda, but they they all know what it is. So for me, it's gonna be in South America. I've always had it, always will. My Brazilian women, Brazilian Argentinian. Boop. Then over here, continent of Africa, it's gonna be Nigerian. You say Ugandan, I say Cameroon. Cameroon woman. Morocco. Hey, Morocco shouts in the World Cup right now. Woo! Morocco. Morocco, country in the desert, baby. Mm -hmm. We're proud of it. So that's our little take, everybody. You know, we're just a couple of dudes. It's it's the duo cast. You know, we're just saying, telling it how it is. We're we're just a men that love women. So if you're from Jordan. (laughs) 
Are from Scotland, Scotland or Ireland. In essence, your boy's here. In essence, Waiting. I have my I have my prototypical vision, but but ladies, you already know. You can hit me up. I'll be there for you. DCU coming to a podcast near you. Dirty Nasty University. I will make it live pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Drewski has his uh, could have been records. I got DNU talk. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That was good. Good pod. Oh, that was fucking good fun, pod. Let's wrap love. it up. Missing right, Matt. Missing Matt. We're gonna get him on here. Matt, I'll get you. We got Mr. Suave coming soon. The Suave cast is coming. Suave Kev. Shadow's Sh- Sh- looking forward to that one. Oh, I can't Shadow's wait looking forward for Suave Kev. He gonna yeah. bring that that Latin, that nice, that that. Mm. The Cake Factory is coming. Hey, yo, hey, yo. The yeah, Baker man. The baker is making his cakes and he is coming. That man's that man got his legs, got everything right, man. You got nothing but dogs that work at your gym. So mm-hmm. shout out to all the boys. But yeah, Suave Kev, we'll coming be seeing soon. them. All right, guys. Well, please, <sighs> if you sit on this long, I love you. Love you. Shout out, kiss it away. <laughs>